0: This episode of Behind the Horns is brought to you by Walser Coon Rapids Nissan. The holidays are coming up and what better gift is there to give someone than a brand new 2019 Nissan from Walser? Go and check out the dealership today and find your sweet new ride. Cause hey, Christmas is a couple days away, get that special someone a brand new car so they can ride around and travel in style. And there is no better way than a luxurious Nissan from Walser. Visit Walser Coon Rapids Nissan today. we Hello and welcome to the Oxpod. I'm your host, Wellsie. I hope everyone is getting excited for Christmas. We have a great episode tonight, another short one, as we have a quick interview with Minnesota Wildhead coach and the majority owner of the Minnesota Blue Ox, Bruce Boudreau. Before that interview, I want to remind everyone that the Blue Hawks are getting ready for their Chicago Showcase, which starts this Thursday, December 20th. They will be playing in four games, so let's wish the team some good luck this weekend. And when they get back, we will do our best to have an episode in that time recapping the Showcase and having some of the guys on that are still in town for the holidays join us for some fun as the Blue Hawks look to get ready to take on the new year. So let's get started. Here's that interview with Coach Bruce Boudreaux. Alright, I want to welcome onto the show here uh, Bruce Boudreaux, head coach of the Minnesota Wild and part owner of the Minnesota Blue Ox. Bruce, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing alright, thank yeah,
0: you. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for coming on. I know you're a busy man, so I appreciate it. Um, so let's kind of get right into it here. Um, I know I've talked with Coach Jay Witta here before, um, but there's always two sides to every story. So how about we talk about how the Blue Ox got started and, and your interest in buying a junior team and and everything like that when you are already coaching in the NHL.
1: Well, it was interesting in that uh, my son played for Jay in uh, New Ulm uh, three years ago and and when he was done, uh, you know, Jay was looking for something else and he wanted to be more involved and we sat down and I said, yeah, that would intrigue me too and he found uh, a Place in a um, a city that with a, an arena that would accommodate us, and we went up and we had meetings with the city, and we decided, okay, let's shoot for it, and we uh, ended up phoning, you know, or getting a hold of the, the league and seeing if we could apply for an expansion fee and or whatever we were doing, and and they said yes, and so that's how it started.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a great story. Um, do you think once you're done coaching in the NHL that you may you know, possibly coach a junior team or continue to maybe stick with the Blue Ox or potentially buy another team?
1: Uh, you know what? That's interesting. I'm definitely not going to coach a junior team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, uh, I know uh, uh, my wife is enjoying what she's doing and I know uh, Brady really likes that end of it. I mean, as far as he just finished his master's in sports management so i mean he's uh he'd probably be more interested in it and and i think he'd be really good at it but uh, i mean he looks around for different teams too that would different areas that he thinks would uh, a supported junior team would be a good uh, a good spot for it so that's always a possibility
0: yeah, and, and kind of piggybacking off of what you just said there, I know your son is on the team. He's a goaltender. Has he ever shared with you a passion to coach after his playing days are over, or do you think he's he might be going in a different route after hockey? You
1: know what? I don't think, I, I mean, I haven't really sat down and talked to him about the, the coaching. I think he'd be a, a good goalie coach because uh, he knows his way around the ice as far as that goes and knows what how goalies should play, and uh, and he's been working our hockey schools as a goalie instructor for, you know, for the last, you know, five years anyway. So, I mean, I think that would be something, but I think he would be more into the uh, uh, management thing. He, he helps design the jerseys and everything else, and uh, he likes that sort of thing. So, I mean, uh, I know with his schooling and that, I think that's probably he, – he's never – told me what route he wants to take or what he wants to do as of yet but uh, uh, I think once the season's over he'll he'll focus on something else
0: for sure, yeah I know one thing uh, my dad used to coach, uh, he used to coach at uh, Edison High School and then he uh, also was at Hamlin University uh, a little when I was really young I've never really thought about coaching myself but one thing I do um, enjoy is I, I'm, a, I'm an official and I've done that ever since I've been in high school so I really in, enjoy doing that part of the game um, I guess my next question would be: If you weren't coaching, what do you think y- you would be doing?
1: See, it's an interesting question, but I have no idea. I mean, uh, I've actually I played for seventeen years, and uh, and the year my as soon as my seventeenth year was done, I got an offer to coach, so I went right into coaching. But uh, I don't know what I would. Uh, really be doing I I really don't I was interested uh, when I was younger in in real estate and stuff like that but uh, I think uh, hockey's been my passion my whole life so uh, it would be somewhere in the in the hockey sports field I I think that's uh, where my niche would be and uh, I don't think I would have been doing anything else other than that.
0: Okay, you don't think you'd be an actor or anything? I know you were an extra in Slapshot. No, No,
1: I don't think acting, uh, uh, yeah, I definitely wouldn't be a leading man type actor, I know that, Uh, but I mean, no, that really, I love watching movies, and I was (laughs) fortunate to be into that, uh, only because I played there, but uh, that's never been uh, something that I've, I've wanted to do. Okay.
0: Um, so Bruce, if um, if you could kind of take a chance on a kid on the Blue Ox to give them a solid look to get them exposure, who do you think that could be? Who who do you think really on the Blue Ox really really impresses you?
1: Well, I haven't seen enough enough games, and I look at it differently. I mean, uh, but it, you know, uh, the, the as as scouting, you look at the potential of guys and. And uh, there's some big guys on our team that can skate, and uh, uh, that's that's where I would I would uh, look first because those guys, uh, people will look at guys that have you know NHL man size and that you can skate, and those are two things you really need in uh, in today's game. And then comes the skill, and then uh, then the hockey sense, and and so it's. Uh, it's tough to it's tough to really indicate when there's a lot. It's it gets pretty scrambly sometimes there. So, but I mean, uh, you know, there's a, there's a couple of good players on the Blue Ox. I know last year, for example, we had Ascari. Uh, And he's getting right now is immigration being done to be able to come over here to the East Coast Hockey League, which is quite a jump from uh, the USPHL. But at the same time, that's a a great uh, little um, nugget to have uh, as far as a feather in your cap type thing as having a player on your team um eventually play in the east coast league and he's still only 21 so you never know how high he can go i thought he was a great skater last year and and a great puck handler and he had great vision and that's what i looked at
0: for sure have you ever thought about um within the wild organization and the blue ox organization maybe doing an inter-squad scrimmage and mixing up the teams while blue ox where you know the blue ox and the wild are are playing together and, and kind of like a you know, mini five game series or something on a when you guys no, have time. <laughs>
1: no, no, that's absolutely ridiculous, quite frankly, and that would never happen. But uh, it's a it would be a nice publicity stunt for the Blue Ox, that's for sure.
0: Well, no, I was saying not not Wild versus Blue Ox. I'm saying mixing up the teams where you know guys on the Blue Ox are playing on a line with you know. I, I know what you're saying. Oh, okay, I didn't know if you thought it was no. uh, okay. Sorry. No. I don't know if I was confusing you there on, like, no. actually playing against each other. Um, okay, um, yeah, I, I know I, my last question here, I know uh, you've kind of been on K-Fan. I listen to you a lot on K-Fan and everything when they have you on. Um, what would be uh, something, I guess, how can I word this here? Sorry. Um, just uh, about selling the, I know they ask you about um, the Blue Ox a lot here, Um What could be kind of like a selling point here? We could probably use that for uh, the podcast, kind of get that going a little bit. If you could throw out a plug there, Um, I think we're doing a great job with this. (laughs) What are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I. Surely talk about it. I mean, Paul Allen's been great when he's been on talking about the Blue Ox and he knows uh, the weekend games. But if they uh, if they led me into it, I'd uh, certainly answer them. That's uh, that's for sure. But it's not my place when you're being interviewed to all of a sudden um, change directions and go for something that is uh, uh, more on the personal. Trying to sell outside side, mean, I'm there to answer their questions. So, yeah, uh, whatever they want, I will answer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to sneak that in there, my own little plug, trying to get you going with that. Um, I was hoping, I was hoping, but uh uh-huh. Bruce, I know the Blue Ox here have their showcase coming up. Um, I want to wish them all the best of luck. I want to wish you the best of luck with the remaining uh, schedule here with the Wild. Um, I know we didn't dive too much into the wild. I wanted to focus more uh, with the Blue Ox, um, but I appreciate you coming on here. I know you're a busy man, so it was kind of quick today. Um, it was great talking with you. Hopefully we can get you on later here throughout the season um, and talk with you a little more, um, but I appreciate it. So, everyone, that was Bruce Boudreaux of the Minnesota Wild, part owner of the Minnesota Blue Ox as well. Bruce, any last thoughts here before I let you go? Um,
1: not really. I just uh, always wish the uh, Blue Ox... Uh, uh, the best of the best of luck and you know so it's a uh, it's uh, and we watch very carefully and we love the the fact that the people in coon rapids are getting really excited about the team and and we love doing the community services stuff for them and uh, uh, we want to build it uh, into being uh, that coon Rapids's team so that would be great
0: yeah absolutely uh bruce again thanks for coming on you have a great rest of your day well, thank you. All right, thanks. Goodbye. Bye-bye. All right, again, I want to thank Bruce for coming on. That was a lot of fun. I know he's a very busy man, so thank you very much for joining us. First thing, I want to apologize. I kept saying part owner during our interview, and I want to make it known that Bruce is the majority owner of the Blue Ox. And also, I want to remind the fans to make sure they are following along the Blue Ox during this Chicago Showcase. And lastly, I would like to thank our sponsors, Speed Pro Imaging Fridley and ProStockHockey.com. That about does it for our show here. Thanks again for listening. Hashtag thin the herd. I'm your host Welzy, and well, that's it. Open eye through the waves cut through me, hypnotized by the sounds I'm breathing and hold tight, hold tight, can't make calls.